Welcome to another episode, guys. I wanted to quickly jump on to introduce to you this incredible guest. Obviously, I'm biased and you will understand why in just a moment. (laughs) This is one of my very, very, very good friends, Laura Vucic, who I call Laura V. Uh, And you may have heard of her online as the Rebel CEO. And I had to have Laura on for so many reasons. And I think we're going to have to do another episode just on what it's like actually and the kind of conversations we have as like business besties and how raw and vulnerable we get with each other and how we trigger each other and talk about it and trigger each other and talk about it and have the most real genuine connection. Um, But this episode in particular, so Laura, who is the Rebel CEO and is the fucking queen of all things Oh, just business strategy, business automations, business processes, business structures, and really making sure that every business owner has got those foundations and structures that allow sustainable growth and legacy and, and allow people to really focus on what their zone of genius is without overwhelm. And, and she's just, she's honestly helped my business immensely. Laura was actually the very first person I hired in my business way back. I think we just I think we've figured out it was 2020. When I was still growing, I was very overwhelmed. I didn't know what to prioritize. I had no structures in place. I didn't really understand. I hated spreadsheets. I hated planning. I was really in my like rebelling against structure and regimentation. And Laura really helped me to put all of those really safe security sort of strongholds in my business to free me up for flow. And in this conversation, we really talk about that balance between the masculine and the feminine, between the structure and the flow. We talk about her journey and showing up really unapologetically as herself. We talk a little bit about some of the ways that we have, you know, triggered each other and talk about that. And I think it's really important that people get to see what it's actually like to have a friendship or a human or a relationship where it's okay to have different opinions. Like Laura's one of my best mates and we have very different opinions about a lot of things and we talk about it and we love it and then we have a drink and go out to dinner and nothing changes. And it's really a sign of just a a whole new level of emotional intelligence and safety. And I think I just wanted to have Laura on and I think, we, like I said, we need to do another episode all about that particular topic because it's something I feel so passionate about. Um, But this particular episode is really helpful for you if you have a business, if you're starting a business, if you're scaling a business, if you don't know what tasks to prioritize, if you don't know what your aligned action step is, if you get confused between the masculine and the feminine or the business structure and the alignment and energetics, because Laura and I really are about harmonizing the two, about bringing the work to the woo as we talk about, bringing the woo to the work and really balancing so that you can really grow in a really fun way. So please enjoy this episode with Laura Vucic, the Rebel CEO. Okay, I'm excited to talk about this this topic today because it's bloody juicy. So I'm joined by my friend, my first, the first, actually the first person I hired inside of my business as well, my first online business manager and the Rebel CEO herself, Laura V. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I introduce you as Laura V because I've been saying for a long time that you've got this like Gary V energy, which I fucking love. It's one of the things I love most about you. Um, And you guys will see why throughout this episode. But to start there, 
with the Gary V, Laura V energy, your business and you as a person are the rebel CEO. Let's start there. Like, why did you call yourself the rebel CEO and what does it mean to you to you for women in business? Okay. So the rebel CEO, I hadn't actually this I hadn't planned on calling or having a business name. I actually originally had a business name and then I moved into my own name. And one day I was actually just having a conversation with my uncle as at my nana's house. And we we're having a conversation and my whole family's in business. And I left and I thought, fuck, I am so not like them in business. I am so the opposite. And you know, I, we're going to kind of go there quickly, but I had a download literally as I was driving home that was like, you need to call your business the rebel CEO. And I am somebody who likes to be logical and I think through things. But when the name came, it was literally a Saturday and I think I was driving home at like three o'clock. I had previously hired on the Friday, so I had all the documents for um, some new graphic design to happen for my branding and it was all going to be in my name or have you said and then I literally messaged her Saturday night and I was like, I'm so sorry, but we have to change the name. And I just made such a quick decision because I knew it felt so right. And the reason I think the Rebel CEO felt right was because for me, you know, growing up, I've always kind of been the rebellious one. And I've been not rebellious. And I think this is it's really funny because this is something that I really struggled with with the name was that I think when people hear rebellious, they kind of think like, breaking the law, bikey, gang kind of thing, right? And that that's not me. Mm. <laughs> I'm totally afraid of the police. I don't do any of that. <laughs> but I'm rebellious in the way of like I would always be asking questions that people felt were uncomfortable. I would question just why we did basically everything from the time I could talk all through high school. Like I questioned everything, Um you know, my mum used to always say, if you could only use it for good instead of evil, Laura, like that would be great. And so that's the rebellious, right? It's that aspect of like questioning things or asking things and questioning it for yourself. And so for me, the Rebel CEO was really about showing people that they could be their own version of this rebellious CEO. Like, you know, people will tell you that there's a certain way to do things. And we all know now that doesn't necessarily work for you. And so this rebellious CEO is about saying, I hear you, but no, thank you. I'm going to do it my own fucking way. Oh my God. I just got so excited as you were talking that that was perfectly stated because if, even if you, if you're in business, you're already sort of rebelling against the norm. And then as we've seen, like we talk about it all the time, there's all these different, you should do this, you should do it that way. How to content, la la la. You need to do it in these precise steps. And like, even once you're already rebelling against the norm and you're trying to go do things differently, grow a business, create time freedom, all of these things that aspiring business owners want, then you've got all these other rules of how you should do things inside of the oh. business space. And so I know we we talk about this a lot. We guys we talk a lot all the time. So this is a like, lot. We like we've talked <laughs> a lot about how so many people are like giving their power away to like oh well this coach said I should do it this way or this coach said I should do it this way or I must have a I must do a masterclass before I release my launch. I must have a perfect sales page before I accept like la 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 and we are always like well who the fuck said did that feel good to you? Like we are both on the same page with that and I love that about you. But some of the things that we were not always, no, we probably are on the same page, but when we first met now, yeah. (laughs) So let's go back to 
when you first started inside of my business, and this is, mm-hmm. oh, how long ago now? I don't <clears> even remember. I feel like it was 2020. Very beginning of 2021. Mm-hmm. Or 2020. 2020. I think it was 2020. Jesus it was Christ. very early wow. on. Because okay, you were still yeah. doing, you were still an OBM at that point. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was 2020. Yeah. Holy yes. Holy. So we're going back. This is like, I think two years ago. Wow. Time's gone so fast. Um, so I, and I was really afraid. I was at the point then when I had left teaching, which is the most regimented, structured fucking spreadsheets, timetables. This is where you'll be at this time. This is how you will live your life. And this is how you will not be allowed to live. Like it was just all of that. And so I started building my business and I got, you were my online business manager right at the time when I was completely rebelling against planning, structure. I really wanted this business for time freedom. I wanted to, you know, have this freedom. And so you came in and as, as the OBM ready to do planning and spreadsheets and, and all of this stuff. And I was like, Ew, like gross, Laura. But also my business was probably a bit of a shambles. So from your perspective, what was it like coming into my business then? And what did you see as the main issue that I'm sure you see a lot of women are doing? Yeah, totally. Oh my God, like this is going back. Okay, so because I feel like I'm pretty sure it took me a little bit of convincing to tell you like, let me help you because I'm pretty sure we went away, right? Yeah, yeah. And did. you, yeah, and you were like, um, absolutely obviously frothing your business and you loved everything it was giving you, but you're like, I feel like I'm you, you like you said, you were in it for the time freedom, but you're like, I feel like I, I don't have the time freedom. Yeah. yeah, you're overwhelmed. Um, and there was just a lot going on. And you uh, so obviously you're a um uh, for those that know human design, which means you have a ton of ideas all of the time and you want to implement these things all of the time, right? Which is great, but when we have no structure or foundations, that just leaves us in a state of overwhelm. And so when I came into your business, well, you were also a new business, right? And so mm. I was going to say you didn't have like any of the structures, but you were new too, right? So I didn't necessarily, that wasn't unusual. And I think mm. for a lot of businesses that I see, um, we go so hard at the beginning on marketing and sales and mm. that that's it has its place, right? We need that. We need to get the revenue in. We need to do all of that stuff. And while that's epic, we often forget that, like, the actual running of the business is still necessary. <laughs> and so when I came into yours, I think the first thing for me was that there was no – I talk about the pendulum and I know we've spoken about this, but – for most people, especially if you've left corporate, you kind of swing to the complete other side and you're like, fuck everything. <laughs> I hate reports. I hate structure. I hate every, everything. I don't want lunch breaks, nothing, right? Yep. And then you realise after a period, actually, there were some things about that that kind of worked well. Yeah. And so then it was just about bringing you back into the middle. And so for you specifically, the first thing that I remember that we did was kind of um, we actually planned. We went to the cafe. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. But we planned. And so I said to you, okay, let's just actually plan here. What do you want to do and when do you want to do them? Like let's look at a calendar. And often with like calendars, people feel that they're so restrictive mm-hmm. because it's like I just I want to flow and I want to, you know, whatever. But when we can bring, I kind of talk about it like a footy field, right? If you think about football and in order to play the best possible game, in order to win the game, you can only do that when you know the rules. Mm. And one of those rules is the boundary on the footy field. 
Yeah. Right. And so once you actually put that boundary in and in your business, that's structure, right? That mm. footy field oval, that's the structure. Once mm. you do that, you actually can play the best game in business. And so mm. it was implementing those. So like, you know, actually doing some time blocking for you, um, getting really, really clear on numbers. I made you do your numbers. <laughs> I didn't even know what I was like, what do you mean a spreadsheet? What do you mean? I don't know what I did oh, last was, month. You hated the spreadsheet too. You were like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, fucking up. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Buckle up, bitch. <laughs> I'm oh. so glad like I have I'm so glad and that was the biggest turning point for my whole business because you and it's like you know in the beginning it's like you said you almost feel like these are two competing it's like the masculine and feminine energy or it's like in our head we've created this false opposition where it's either structure or freedom and you showed me that the structure gave me the freedom. It took away the overwhelm. And I all of a sudden knew what I was doing when my mind was a lot clearer. I had goals. And the other thing that I really love, and I know you teach this inside of your business membership as well, but like you also make it really life-friendly. So you actually, and you were the first person that got me to do my business planning in conjunction with my lifestyle planning. So can you just speak to that for a moment? Yeah. So look, I mean, that comes from, I think, so I grew up with parents that have run their own business. And um, for us, that that's how we lived. Like literally it was always around business and life. And so when I moved into this space, um, I knew that we had, like as a small business owner, they aren't separate. Mm-hmm. And I think often people try and really segregate them like you probably did in a corporate job because you felt like I had to shut off and I have to go home and I have to separate. And I think we then fuse that with being present mm. and so well you know when it comes to small business they are one in the same your life and your small business are one in the same and so it's just about figuring out okay what are your non-negotiables right so like for me I've got a daughter and she's about to go to school so school holidays for me are really really critical in knowing when they are because she's fucking home right so I need to when they are so I know what I'm actually planning around and just actually merging the two, I think, is where you will start to see a few things happen. Because one, you'll start to see when you get to do things. But two, the thing that I see the most is that, and I'm a big believer in dreaming and setting goals and doing all of that stuff. But when we go further down the track and we actually try to figure out when we're going to do those things, I think often people realize they actually can't do as much as they'd hoped. Mm. And so getting very, very clear and um, understanding what is actually possible in your life helps you achieve those goals quicker. Mm. Quickly interrupting this episode to introduce to you my new baby, my new course, which is open this week as of today, and I wanted to share it with you. The new course, Queen Confidence, is something that I have been working on for so long and I have not been this excited since I created Level Up. Queen Confidence is a course which is focusing on activating the leading energy in your life, giving you the skills to command a room, communicate with potency, set boss boundaries, ditch people pleasing and stop overthinking so that you can influence and impact with confidence and magnetism. I honestly have not been this excited for such a long time. And because you're a listener of the podcast, I am opening the doors to this course at a fraction of the full price. 
just until Sunday night, simply because I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And I want this course to be accessible for everyone to learn the techniques, the tools and the skills that are on the inside. For more information, visit the link in my show notes, or you can go to my Instagram page, DM me. I would love to chat to you. And now back to the episode. So true. And it's, it was, it was so helpful having like, I remember before we did my year plan with the business, we went in and put like birthdays, parties, like all these different things so that I could just see how this is going to integrate with life. And that's what we do business for is to have a really beautiful lifestyle. But then sometimes in pursuit of growing a business, we forget the life that we're trying to build. So you almost put that lifestyle piece first and then help build a business around it, which I absolutely loved. The thing, and this, you sort of touched on, like, you know, you had, you said even the Rebel CEO, it came to you through a download. Mm-hmm. Um, you're very, very, I guess, yang energy. You love the structure. You love the logical thinking. You come in and you have this like real oh, eye for processes and like making really great masculine plans. Like that's what you're so good at. I am great at that. <laughs> I would say I also am more like big visions. I don't want to, like, I want to think unrealistically. I want to think bigger. And like, if you ask me what's a realistic goal, I'll be like, I don't fucking know because it like, I don't want to plan too far ahead. Cause I move like, do you know what I mean? I am sometimes very, very, um, yin energy. And I think there's also, there's also this false dichotomy still sometimes for people that like, I'm going to, it's either I'm going to sit and manifest and I'm going to sit with my journal and it's just going to happen and I don't need to plan anything or manifesting and spirituality and energetics has nothing to do with it. I just need a hustle. Where do you sit on that spectrum? If you, if you think it is a spectrum? Okay. So, uh, I am very spiritual. Um, and I think that, it's actually really interesting because I never was necessarily a spiritual person. I It was only since I started this journey, actually probably since I met you, uh, that you know, I've gone down that path and figured out that actually this is kind of cool. But I have some of my own uh, gifts that I'm learning. And I think so you and I obviously both have the same. Uh, we both work with a shaman. And she said to me once, it's the woo and the work, right? You've got to do both. Hmm. You can't just work and you can't just woo. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to do both. And I think in terms of, I mean, if, if we're going to talk spectrum, it, it's bang in the middle. Like it's, yeah. and, and well, actually, let me rephrase that. I don't ever think anything is 50-50 at any given time. Hmm. I think overall in the picture, if you look at it from a year's point of view, it will work out to be 50-50. But in any given moment, it might be 80-20, right? Sometimes you might be needing to get really, really clear and manifest and figure out what on earth do you even want, right? Don't worry about the work stuff. Don't worry about the structure. And then when you figure that out, now it's time to move into the structure side, right? Mm. So I think as well, you know, and I see it's it's so funny because I see both. Like I definitely yeah. see the people that are like, yep, yeah, I'm so clear on what I want and then they have no idea how to actually get there. But then I see the people who are so deep in the work that they don't know what they're working for. I don't know. I think it has to be both. And I think that, um, you know, when I became a mum, one of the things that really frustrated me was that as a society, we don't believe that intuition is enough to make a decision. Mm. And when I became a mum, I was like, you know, if I had have known my whole life, if I was taught how to trust my intuition, motherhood would be a breeze. Mm. <laughs> it would be so easy because you would just go with your intuition and make the decision and you'd move on. Yeah. And I think if we can bring a bit more of that into business, 
it actually really helps you with the structure. Yeah, that's so true. And so what does that look like for you? Like inside of all of the, you know, the spreadsheets and the planning and the time blocking and the structure and and all of that stuff that you're so good at, how do you leave room for, uh, you know, checking in with your, do you give yourself permission to change things? Do you have a practice for your mindset or your spirituality? Like how do you marry the two? Totally. So look, I actually change things I reckon daily in my business. Yeah. Like if, if it does not work for me, I do not continue to do it. I'm not a believer in trying to flog a dead horse. So I'm a big believer in change in terms of leaving space. Um, and I think this goes back to really knowing yourself and knowing and this part of the rebel thing of like, okay, some people say you have to journal every morning or you have to have morning routine or whatever. That doesn't work for you, then don't do it, right? So mm. for me, this is just what I do yeah. is that um, I often meditate. So for me, I don't do it so much around my goals because I'm very clear on those. Like for me, when I look at my business goals, they're projects. Mm. That's what's happening, right? Yeah. When I am like for me and my personal stuff and going into my intuition, um, I'll do a lot of like spiritual meditations. I'm just trying to connect guides and things like that but I will only do them when I'm feeling corporate um one of the new things that I've actually started doing is I have like I don't know what you'd call it but like a little letter I guess to myself which I read every single day which is just telling me things that I want to remember about Mm -hmm. myself or about life Mm. or whatever it is and that's really I think helped me set me up for the day because I was finding with journaling I would just be making shit up. Like there was nothing, there was nothing there. And so I would be like, oh, well, everyone says you've got a journal. Yeah. So I'm going to write some stuff down, but it yeah. didn't benefit me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't serving me. And so now I definitely journal if there's something big and I want to push through, I want to figure it out. But I also, as you can tell, love to talk. So I like to just talk to myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And I think like, that's exactly right. I think there's so many quote shoulds in the business space or the spirituality space or the personal development space and all of it like it all is just something for you to hold up against your own true self and what you want and your goals to see if that actually works and I think that that's something that like you do in such a good way and it it almost seems contradictory because it's like you do the most fundamental business things that everyone must like must do like actually you have these like you must do this you must look at your numbers you must be planning quarterly like all of these things and yet you create so much space for people to to do all these crazy things and and actually forget the rule book throw the rule book away so yeah I was gonna say it all it for me the thing to create the most freedom is you have to know yourself first yes and you have to know how you operate, like what works best for you. And so one of the things that we do when I teach um, or when we go into the planning stages inside of my membership and and we go into time blocking and I talk about your non-negotiables, right, what I say to everybody is that there is a trial phase, right, because trial is going to actually allow you to understand how you work. So as an example, you may think I'm a morning person, right, and so maybe you want to put all of your – like in the business work in the morning and you want to put all your meetings in the afternoon, right? Do that for a week. Do you like it or do you not, right? Mm-hmm. And then next week, change it, right? Yeah. Because the freedom is only going to come once you deeply know yourself. So, like, for me, I know that I can probably do about two days of solid, like, back-to-back calendar fully scheduled work. By the third day, I'm a projector, guys. I am out. 
<laughs> yeah. And, but I know that about myself. And so then mm. I create the structure around that. And yes. Until you know yourself, it's just going to feel messy. But make it a mission for yourself to just know deeply how you work. Don't Who cares about anyone else? How do you work? Oh, amen. I think that's exactly it. Know yourself from a really deep level and then create the structures around that. In <laughs> With that in mind, knowing yourself, something that I notice or something that I really do help a lot of clients with in the business space is like showing up authentically and actually having the courage to own exactly what they mean, who they are, and all of that. And something that I love watching on your socials and just you as a person and how you do life is how unapologetic, like how unapologetic you are. And I think that that can be a real block for a lot of people when they are growing their business. So what's been your journey? Cause I, I mean, I know like there's been, there's, it's not easy and you've had your own fears come up and stuff, but you do really stand out as someone who's not afraid to polarize. And ha, we can talk about how we've polarized each other recently. Cause that's mm-hmm. hilarious. But what was your journey just in that regard of like, you're the person who really gives no fucks how things, you know, this is what I mean. This is my opinion. And because of that, people will be attracted to you or not. And and that's okay. How important is that in business? When it comes to business, I'm, uh, you know, guys, as we've obviously identified now, I love some structure and I love processes and I love, you know, I don't, I'm not a believer that every, the way that we've done business for the last however many years, you know, hundreds of years is wrong. I mm. think there are elements that are fantastic of what we've done or what people have done and we should still continue to do them. Like I think in today's day and age, it's like, oh, everything's so different. We're going to throw it all out the window. And so one of those aspects I think comes with this like professionalism aspect of business. And this is very dependent on your business, right? Like we've got a good friend who is um, in the building industry, in the construction industry. And so for her, there is very much a brand requirement for how she's going to show up. As much as I'm like, fuck that shit, there is actually still a requirement there, right? And so for those people, though, that have um, personal brands, Mm. it is almost critical that you show up unapologetically as yourself. But it is not easy, right? Mm. So for me, I guess my journey probably started, uh, well, but um, really in high school for me, I had a lot of, um, like I think we all do, high school girl shit. And one of the things that I had to realise was that people were going to talk about me regardless, regardless of what I did, they were going to talk about me. And so I had to learn really early that I had to like me Mm. first. Mm. And so that has definitely made it easier because I had to learn that lesson then. Um, I think most of us grow up in a space where we want to please people, right? Whether it's our parents or our partners or our kids or whoever it is, we feel obligated to make other people happy. Mm. And so for me, I often find as much as I am better now, because you know this journey, right? Like I remember, I think our first ever fight was when you called, you were saying I was being so sassy and I heard the word savage, right? Lucky there was a third party there. I was fucking adamant when you said savage. No, I definitely said sassy. But I think. Which shows how your brain works, right? I also think that at the time you were not okay with the word sassy. 
I wasn't. I wasn't, right? Because these are all my trigger things was like, you know, when people would say that to me, it it meant for me, you're being a bitch, basically. You're being rude, you're being a bitch, you're being all of these things. And so I, and for a really long time, you know, I worked in corporate too, that kind of shit doesn't fly. And so I had to mould myself and it only really probably been in the last, I don't know, maybe you've got a better idea of this, but six months that that's really unravelled itself. Um, And... I, now I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just don't care because because someone will always say something. Someone will always care. So who cares then, right? If someone's always going to have a different opinion, as long as you, and this goes back to knowing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you love who you are. And at the end of the night, my mum used to say to me, if at the end of the night you can go to sleep knowing that doesn't matter the circumstance, you did what you thought was the best mm. scenario, then you can sleep. Mm. And that's kind of how I look at everything. And I, it's, look, this is a tough one because I think when you can learn to not care what other people think, and I don't mean, we're not going to be an asshole. We don't want to intentionally mm. hurt people, right? Mm. But when you can get Say to that opinion. point, yeah. I actually think you're pretty dangerous in business. Mm, agree. So, yeah, I think if, you know, you have been worried I like to look at everything like a bit of a test, right? Or a bit of a like a bit of a trial period. It's like, you know what, I'm just gonna do this for a week. Yeah. And see what happens. Like, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Don't be like, I have to change today. Yeah. But I'm just gonna test it for a day or two yeah. or a week. Mm, so good. And it's something that you just sort of touched on, which I thought was I should when you said we had a fight, I should probably point out that the fight went like this. Laura went quiet. That never happens, ever. I was like, shit, something's wrong. Oh, God. I was like, uh-oh, something's wrong, something's wrong. And we had a conversation. That was as far <laughs> as it went. Um, and this is something that, like, it's, uh, I wish that people could hear the conversations that we have on our WhatsApp. I wish that people could hear the conversations we have when we're together because I always say to you, like, how grateful I am that we have this relationship where it's like, hey, when you said this, I felt this. Or like, hey, like as an example, I w- I really, I just want everyone in business to have this friend that they can go to and be like, oh, lo- like last week, literally I messaged you. It was so funny. And this is just really so that people can see it's okay to have different opinions to your friends. It's okay to not understand what each other's doing sometimes and just be like, fucking love you here for it. Love seeing you do you, even if we don't agree. Um, Last week, we both posted. Oh, my God. (laughs) We both posted something that was pretty, like, opinionated, really. But we... I can't even believe the timing of it. Like mine was scheduled to be posted a minute after yours was. And I saw yours, which said the complete opposite thing or like something basically calling out almost a behavior of mine. And then I posted like celebrating my behavior. And I was like, oh, Laura. And I just got straight into your DMs. I was like, have you seen this? This is so funny. Look at this. We're literally saying like, it looks like we're saying seemingly opposite things, which we weren't. It was actually that we were saying very similar things. But I think it's really important just for other people to know too that like you're going to ruffle feathers in business. You're going to have opinions. You're going to do things differently. You're going to have things to say. And sometimes like that's not even a bad thing for the people that you love the most. Totally. And I think that that example right there also shows that like, you know, whether you have a coach or you've got a friend, like we obviously bounce each up, um, things off each other all the time. That doesn't mean that my way is right or your way is right or wrong. 
they're both just ways, right? Yeah. And I think it's just figuring out, and this is why being polarising, going back to that thing of like being true to who you are, being polarising, that actually helps you find your tribe, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word, right? It helps you find who you feel like you can resonate with. And I am a big believer. Like I don't believe that you should agree with everything somebody says because that to me just means that you're not actually thinking for yourself, right? Like surely there's something that somebody says that you disagree with, even if 90% of the time you agree with them, right? Like they're the kind of people for me anyway, I resonate to them. People that can stand on their two feet and be like, you know what, I've heard you, but that's just not what I believe or this is different and, you know, whatever. I, I love that. Yeah, and it can still be like so respectful and so Mm. coming from a good place. Like it really can. And I think on the outside, it it probably would look like you and I, well, we always joke, we're yin and yang, but actually the values are the same. And like every time we get underneath the things like, oh, do we need structure or do we want more flow? Can I manifest more or should I just work harder? It's like, it's always and, it's always both. It's not this contradicting thing. And I think actually what I've seen in my personal experience, when you came into my business and we took all of my crazy dreams and big ideas and like all the things that I was working on, you know, getting my energy around and the unrealistic things I had in mind, as soon as you put some structure and some like masculine, like, yeah, the masculine Masculine, into it. My business went fucking off because I was less overwhelmed. And so it is, it's just that proof that you can and you should be, not should, I hate shoulds, but both is always, always good. So what would you say to the people that are listening that are like, oh, I don't know, like I think nothing's working, nothing's working, I'm probably just going to have to manifest harder or I'm going to have to go do some more healing or something like that. Oh, let's not go there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But let's touch on that quickly. You're not broken. I believe believe in healing, trauma, all of those things. But please know you're not broken. Mm. You're perfect the way that you are. Sure, maybe you've all got some work to do. But please don't ever think, especially in business, I see a lot of people, like you just said, yeah, they're doing the things and they're like, oh, it's not working. I've obviously got to overcome trauma or I've got to heal more or whatever. Mm, I call bullshit on that. Personally, I think that there's a place for it. It doesn't necessarily directly always correlate to your business. Sometimes it does, but that's a very good right? I think if you are feeling, so like, are you saying if specifically in business, they're like, I'm doing all the things, I'm just not getting my goals. And yeah, I'm doing all the doing, like I'm doing yeah. all those tasks. I'm doing all <clears throat> yeah. the things on my list, but nothing's working. What would you say? I would say two, a few things. One, <laughs> the things on your list may actually be, I don't like the word wrong, but they may be not helping Fluff. you achieve your goals. Fluff, right? And <clears throat> I, um, in the membership, I, I, I teach specifically, we teach projects, not goals, right? Because as much as I love setting goals and they have their place, often when we set a goal, so let's just say I want to make $1,000, right? That's your goal. That's great. But how on earth do you get there, (laughs) right? So what I actually teach instead is a project, right? What are the things that you know will help you get $1,000? And so we actually, that's what I mean by like wrong, right? Like, actually getting really, really clear on what is the right work for you to be focusing on in order to quickly move towards your goals. Mm. Um, I often think as well, when it comes to business and manifestation, I 100% believe we want to dream unrealistically and we want to do all of those things, right? 
But I think sometimes they don't necessarily correlate with our business. So like often I'll see people be like, you know, I just want to have um, money to pay all my bills and I want to go on holidays and I want to spend more time with my kids and all of that. Fantastic. But if we don't get that very clear on what that means for our business, so does it actually mean that you're going to build a business where you don't want to work? Right? Does that mean that because if that's the case, as an example, <clears throat> if the case is you want to have a business that brings you income but you don't want to work in it, you have to actually build your business as a scalable model so that you yeah. can step out, right? Yeah. And in order to do that, I mean, if you want to talk about stepping out of your business and bringing people in, the amount of processes that are needed in there so that it can run, right? That's the structure side of things. Mm. And so I think it's look at your manifestations, look at your goals. Uh, is there one on there really, really specifically about the type of business you're building or what does it look like? What does it feel like? Who's involved? Like we do all these manifestations for our personal life, but do we do them for our business? Mm. And then I think it's just about creating and, and not being scared. I think like you said at the beginning, like people don't want to do spreadsheets and they don't want to do planning and they don't want to do all of these things. And I get it, right? Like I get it. When I left corporate, I, that's all I did. And so I was like, oh, it was the same. I was like, no, I'm literally going to manifest my way there. <laughs> like, I'm going to do the complete opposite. Obviously, that work. Um, but I think if you can learn to love something, if you can learn to see like you did, right, like you learned to realise that if I actually do this, I get all of these other things. Mm-hmm. So if you can learn to figure out a way, learn to love it, Get yourself, you know, get yourself your own little group and every month get together and plan at a coffee shop or whatever it is or a membership. But, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, do something that's actually going to help you enjoy the process. Yeah. And even that in itself is the action piece of the manifestation. Like, manifestation is action. about action. It really is. It's about aligned action. And I think that's where... What, that's what you do. You help people take aligned action and aligned meaning what's right for them. And then they do action that actually comes from that project or that place. And I've seen first, I've seen firsthand what that does when you have the masculine and the feminine and you balance them both and you're doing, you're doing the doing as well as the dreaming. That's when everything really goes crazy. So if people do want to learn like more about that or want to know more about your membership, where's the best place for people to come hang with you? Come hang on Instagram. Um, I'm on there often. So, yeah, come check me out on Instagram or I do have a podcast too, even though it's on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, um, which is called Up Your Back End. (laughs) As the name says, come and hang out over there. Or, yeah, jump into my DMs. um, And the membership itself is always open. So we run on a monthly rotation um, and, you know, there's a few options for you in the membership. But, Uh, You know, I created the membership because I worked with a lot of people in business and I was seeing so many people do exactly what you said. They feel like they're doing all of the things, right? Like I feel like I'm showing up online all of the time. I'm engaging with people. I'm putting my stuff out there. I'm selling. I'm doing all of these things and they just, nothing was happening. Mm. And so being able to really get, clear and really put the figure out exactly what you're actually going to do in your business to get you those things that you want (laughs) was really critical and so I just yeah that's where the kind of it was created from but come join us 
Yeah, highly recommend, guys. I'm actually in it because I just never wanted to get rid of Laura's spreadsheets. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that I was like, I was in I was in your DMs at the end of last year, like, hurry up, hurry up. I need the spreadsheets through the membership. I need these spreadsheets. Like, who am I? I literally was like, what the fuck? You created <laughs> this. Yeah, I know, but it's the best thing ever. So, guys, I'll put it all in the show notes. Thank you so much for uh, coming and talking to the audience, Laura. You're a fucking legend, obviously. I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye.